Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor. This is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show and I am your host Joey Harris. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, I realized something tonight. My wife doesn't pay any attention to anything that I do. She uses me as an example to her students all the time, and I bet they go home and tell their parents that Mrs. Harris is married to the biggest goober in the whole world. But she doesn't listen to my podcast. She occasionally watches my YouTube videos, but nothing on social media that I post because I was talking about something that I posted, and she said, when did this happen? And I'm like, where have you been? But I digress. I've noticed something, though, that I am a creature of habit. They have a new worker at the post office, And I go down and haul all of the packages that I have to go out, something I do several times a week. And this new worker at the post office, she handed me four separate receipts for my packages instead of the one large receipt, the way that God intended. And it knocked me off of my game the rest of the day. They've installed this new machine that allows you to check all of your mail in yourself in the lobby but it looks too complicated for me to handle and be assured that my belongings are going to get to their desired location correctly. And so I'm I'm there at 8 o'clock this morning. I'm the first person in line. And the guy says, have you seen that new machine out in the lobby? It does the same thing so you don't have to wait in line. I understand that, but if I mess something up and these people don't get their packages, then that's just going to be no good for anybody. So... I'll just wait in line. But we got a snow on Friday. And the maintenance guys here did a fantastic job of clearing everything out. And it was all wiped away. And all the sidewalks were clear and dry. And all of the parking lots were just clear and dry as far as the eye could see. And it was all wiped away in 15 minutes. Because we had a squall last night. Huge snowstorm out of nowhere that dumps a large amount of snow on everything and just just out of nowhere and snow came from every direction i was out and about in it with my wife and very quickly we decided this was not for us and we need to make our way back home and speaking of back home let's take it home right now today we look at the march 1987 saturday night's main event from the wwf This was Saturday night's main event number 10, was shown on NBC on March the 14th, 1987. It was recorded February the 21st, 1987, from the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. There were 21,000 in attendance, and the show did an 11.6 rating on NBC. Hulk Hogan says in the Battle Royal, he has no friends. The most dangerous match in professional wrestling. It means each man out for himself. His main objective is to get even with Andre the Giant. When he tore the shirt and cross off of Hogan's chest, when he tore the heart and soul out of all those little hulksters, 
That was the reason he got into the battle royal. He says Andre broke the rules. Now there are no rules. Survival of the fittest. Bodies flying over the top everywhere. He says his focus will be on Andre and sooner or later, it's just going to be him and Andre. Andre the Giant and Bobby Heenan are shown. Heenan says, that's right. You're going to have your eyes on Andre the Giant, but that's all you're going to have on him. He's going to have his eyes on you and his hands all over you because this is the greatest athlete in the history of sports. Elizabeth says tonight is the first time she's ever been a prize in a match. If Randy Savage wins, she will stay with him. If George Steele wins, he gets the title and gets to keep Liz. Tonight is definitely the scariest night of her life. Jimmy Hart and the Hart Foundation are shown. Hart says, if she thinks she's scared, imagine how Tito Santana and Danny Spivey feel when they meet the Hart Foundation for the first time. Jim Neidhart says it may be our first time, and Bret Hart says, but it will be their last time. Jake Roberts says it's a fact. Men get hungry, but Damien hasn't eaten in over a month, so he's ready to feast on 400 pounds of white meat known as King Kong Bundy. We go to our opening credits. Vince McMahon welcomes us to Motown, Detroit, the Motor City. He then brings Jesse Ventura on and asks if Jake Roberts knows he's wearing Damien's sister because Jesse has on a snakeskin coat. Jesse says you're real funny, McMahon, for someone who doubles Burgess Meredith as the Penguin on Batman. They talk about Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant both being in the Battle Royal before throwing it to Mean Gene Okerlund, who was with Hulk Hogan. Mean Gene asks Hulk Hogan why he is in the Battle Royal. Hogan says a lot of people are asking him why he's doing it. Why doesn't he wait for a one-on-one confrontation? He says the few people who say that aren't Hulkamaniacs. The Hulkamaniacs know he likes living in the danger zone. As they show Andre ripping the shirt and cross off of Hulk Hogan on Piper's Pit. He doesn't care if there were 450 men in the Battle Royal. He would still have his sights set on Andre. He doesn't care if all of Heenan's men come after him at the same time. He would still have his sights set on Andre. This is the first confrontation, Andre, and he hopes he gets his hand on Andre and anybody else that's in the Heenan family. He doesn't care how dangerous it is. He'll get you for what you did, Andre. Vince and Jesse talk about Hulk Hogan being in the Battle Royal. They then flash back to what happened between George Steele and Randy Savage on the last Saturday night's main event. Mean Gene interviews Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Mean Gene asks Elizabeth if she is fearful that Steele is going to try something tonight. And Savage says, what do you mean, scared? He says that he is the macho man Randy Savage and he will prevail because he's psyched up. Mean Gene asks him if he's ever had more on the line than he has tonight with his belt and his manager on the line. Although some say she is more than a manager. Savage threatens to slap Mean Gene and throw him through the Saturday night's main event sign. He tells Mean Gene not to worry about his relationship with Elizabeth. He says the important thing is he's going to take that hairy bozo out there and put him down and pin him one, two, three, and hurt him real bad, real intense. He starts to grab Elizabeth to go, but Gene tells him not tonight. Tonight, Elizabeth enters last. Savage says rules were made to be broken, along with next. Intercontinental Championship match, Randy Savage versus George Steele. 
The title and Miss Elizabeth are on the line. Savage out first. He looks determined. Mean Jean interviews Elizabeth. She says it's a big night. She's just worried that somebody might get hurt. Mean Jean says that happens. And George still wanders in and says, Elizabeth. Mean Jean says, you're drooling, George, please. It's a painfully uncomfortable scene. Steele says, manager to Elizabeth. Jean says, that's right, George. She is the manager of the Intercontinental Champion, Randy Savage. Steele says, manager again, and I am embarrassed for him. Steele then says, George's manager. Jean says, not yet, George. You're going to have to win Elizabeth in the match tonight. Do you understand? Steele says, win, and this has been a waste of my time. He then says, bye-bye, and I am thankful. Jean says Elizabeth is in a no-win situation, really. Steele then goes to the ring. Savage threatens to hit Steele with the belt, as Jesse says Steele should be in Attica for kidnapping Elizabeth on the last Saturday night's main event. They go back to Mean Jean, who is with Elizabeth, and says it's a very scary situation that she's in tonight. He says best of luck to her. She says thank you, Jean. Elizabeth makes her way to the ring. Jesse calls Mean Jean a pervert. They have set up a lifeguard chair for Elizabeth at ringside to sit on while the match is taking place. Steele gets out of the ring and goes over to Elizabeth. Savage climbs to the top turnbuckle and hits Steele from behind with a double axe handle. He slams Steele down on the barricade. Savage grabs Elizabeth from the chair and sends her to the back. On the way to the back, Ricky Steamboat's music hits and he appears and blocks their way. Steamboat and Savage point at each other, but Savage and Elizabeth start backing their way towards the ring. The referees are trying to get Steamboat to go back to the dressing room. They are inching closer and closer to the ring. Savage gets back in the ring and Elizabeth is led back to the chair. Savage is facing Steamboat on the outside and Steel hits him with a double axe handle from behind. Steel attacks Savage in the corner. He bites Savage on the forehead. He then grabs Savage by the hair and runs him into the turnbuckle. He then bulldogs Savage into another turnbuckle, then a forearm to the back to knock Savage down. He hits Savage with his right hand. Savage takes a blind swing and almost takes out the referee. Steel bulldogs Savage into another turnbuckle. It's been all Steel so far in the match. Steel tears apart a turnbuckle pad. He throws the stuffing around, allowing Savage to hit him with a high knee from behind. Savage with a scoop slam. He climbs to the top rope. He hits Steele with a flying double axe handle. He gets Steele with a front face lock. Savage stomping Steele. He drives his knee into Steele's neck on the ropes, but breaks before the referee counts to five. They grab each other by the face. Steele pushes Savage back to the ropes. He hits Savage with a forearm. Savage with an Irish whip and goes for a clothesline. But Steele bites his outstretched arm. The crowd loves it. Steele lifts Savage up by the neck and slams him down. Steele goes to tear apart another turnbuckle pad. He throws the stuffing into Savage's face. He then throws it into the face of the referee and then goes outside towards Elizabeth. He takes her out of her chair. He starts to leave with her before getting hit with a double axe handle from behind by Savage. Savage then takes the chair that Elizabeth was sitting in and hits Steele from behind with it. Steele gets counted out. Savage wins. Steele grabs the chair and throws it into the ring. Savage goes to hit Steele with the Intercontinental title, but Steele hits Savage with the right hand before he can do that. 
steel hammering away at Savage before throwing him over the top rope to the outside. Steel then puts the Intercontinental title over his shoulder to the cheer of the crowd. Steel then goes after the referee with the Intercontinental title. They replayed the last minutes of the match and then showed Steel with a poster of Elizabeth in the ring. Hulk Hogan is shown preparing for the Battle Royal, naming members of the Heenan family but saying Andre every other name. The Battle Royal is next and Vince runs down all the participants as a graphic is shown of all their names. Hillbilly Jim, Outlaw Ron Bass, Sika, Haku, Tama, Lanny Poffo, Hercules, The Natural Butch Reed, Paul Orndorff, Billy Jack Haynes, Coco Beware, Nikolai Volkov, Black Jack Mulligan, Demolition Axe and Smash, The Honky Tonk Man, The Killer Bees, Jumping Jim Brunzel and B. Brian Blair, Andre the Giant, and Hulk Hogan are your participants. Mean Gene interviews Bobby Heenan and Andre the Giant. Heenan says he wants to be as close to that ring as he possibly can because he wants to see Andre throw Hulk Hogan over that top rope to the cement floor. He says for three years Hulk Hogan has hidden from Andre, didn't once offer him a championship match. He says tonight he knows Hulk Hogan's strategy. He's going to try to hide behind all those other wrestlers. He says if Andre has to walk over the other wrestlers, throw everyone out single-handedly, He's going to get his hands on Hulk Hogan tonight. Andre says, Hogan, I want you. Andre gets booed heavily when he comes out as Vince details the history between Andre and Hulk Hogan. Hogan gets an amazing reaction as he comes out. He looks determined. Andre blocks the entrance as Hogan tries to get into the ring. Hogan shows Andre the title and Andre does a version of the bring it taunt. The other participants step back as Hogan says he wants Andre, and Andre starts advancing towards Hogan. However, Orndorff jumps Hogan from the side, and then everyone starts going at it. Forearms flying everywhere. Honky Tonk Man eliminated. Sika eliminated. Andre bashes the heads of Blackjack Mulligan and Hillbilly Jim together. Haku eliminated by Andre. Andre headbutts Poffo and throws him out, and Poffo is busted open. A series of heels have Hogan up and trying to force him out over the top rope. Hogan gets out of the move. Referees come down to check on Poffo and to take him out on a stretcher. Hogan with an elbow to Hercules as they show an up-close picture of Poffo's face and it is the proverbial crimson mask. Bass eliminated by Hogan. Mulligan eliminated by Andre. Folkoff eliminated by Hogan. Orndorff trying to run Hogan into the corner turnbuckle where the pad is broken, but Hogan is blocking it. Andre eliminates B. Brian Blair. Orndorff and Hogan go back and forth as Andre chokes Coco Beware down with his boot. Orndorff and Hercules take turns punching Hogan in the corner. The Heenan family is trying to get rid of Hogan while Andre tangles with Hillbilly Jim. Andre headbutts Hillbilly Jim down to the mat. Other faces come to Hogan's aid. Andre runs Hillbilly Jim and Billy Jack Haynes together by their heads. Orndorff and Hercules corner whip Hogan straight into Andre. Andre and Hogan face to face. Andre with a right hand that Hogan blocks. Hogan with a series of right hands to Andre. Coco Beware tries to attack Andre, who shoves him out of the way. Other heels cut Hogan off and start to beat on him. Hogan eliminates Orndorff. Andre grabs Hogan by the hair from behind. He headbutts Hogan and throws him out to the floor. Vince can't believe it. They show a replay of the elimination. 
a bunch of referees trying to get Hogan to go to the back when Hogan wants to get back in the ring. Andre tells him to come back into the ring. Andre eliminates Jim Brunzel. A whole group of wrestlers come over to try to get Andre out. They eliminate Andre to the cheers of the crowd. Tama eliminated. Axe eliminated. Hillbilly Jim was eliminated. Butch Reed eliminated by a dropkick from Coco. Coco then eliminated. Billy Jack Haynes double clothesline by Hercules and Smash. They Irish whip Haynes, who comes back and eliminates Smash with a shot. Haynes and Hercules go back and forth with a series of right hands to each other. Heenan gets on the apron. Haynes goes over to get him off and gets eliminated by Hercules. The official order of elimination from the start. Honky Tonk Man eliminated by Hogan. Sika eliminated by Andre. Haku eliminated by Andre. Lanny Poffo eliminated by Andre. Ron Bass eliminated by Hogan. Black Jack Mulligan eliminated by Andre. Nikolai Volkov eliminated by Hogan. B. Brian Blair eliminated by Andre. Paul Orndorff eliminated by Hogan. Hulk Hogan eliminated by Andre. Jumpy Jim Brunzel eliminated by Andre. Andre the Giant eliminated by Hillbilly Jim. Demolition, Billy Jack Haynes, Butch Reed, Tama, and Coco Beware. Tama eliminated by Hercules. Axe eliminated by Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim eliminated by Smash. Butch Reed eliminated by Coco Beware. Coco Beware eliminated by Hercules. Smash eliminated by Billy Jack Haynes. And Billy Jack Haynes eliminated by Hercules and Bobby Heenan. Mean Gene is with Andre the Giant. Andre says it took eight wrestlers to eliminate him and it only took one giant to get Hulk Hogan out of the ring. Bobby Heenan comes in and they celebrate. Heenan says, like Andre said, it took eight other men to eliminate him. One giant took Hulk Hogan and threw him out. He said until Hulk Hogan was ejected, he hid and he hid well. But Andre walked through all the wrestlers and eliminated Hulk Hogan. And he is going to defeat Hulk Hogan and become the next heavyweight champion of the world. Vince and Jesse replay the Hogan elimination. Mean Gene interviews Jake Roberts. Robert says everybody knows he's facing King Kong Bundy, but he and Damien have timed his cycle where Damien is starving. He's hungry tonight. They are ready for Bundy. Mean Gene says King Kong Bundy could leave Damien a little flat. Robert says, you know better than that, Gene. Damien and I will always be on top. That's the way it is. That's the way it will always be. Well, at least until Earthquake squashes Damien in 1991, but I digress. He says, now it's time for Damien and I to go satisfy our hunger. Jake Roberts with Damien versus King Kong Bundy with Bobby Heenan. The bell rings. They lock up and Roberts with a wrist lock. Bundy with some right hands to break the hold. They lock up again. Back to the corner. Bundy goes for a forearm, but Roberts moves out of the way. Bundy gets out of the corner quickly when he realizes that's the corner that Damien is in. They lock up again and Roberts with a side headlock. Bundy pushes off. Roberts holds on to the ropes. They lock up again. Bundy with an arm lock. Roberts with a series of kicks to get out of the move. They circle each other again. Tests of strength. Bundy drives Roberts to the mat. He gets a two count. Gets a few more close counts, but can't get the three count. Roberts kicking Bundy in the thigh to get out of the move. They lock up again, and Bundy with a forearm to knock Roberts down. Bundy runs Roberts into the corner. Bundy with shots to Roberts in the corner. Bundy with a front face lock. Roberts is weakening. 
Bundy with a forearm and an Irish whip. Roberts comes back and hits Bundy with a knee lift. Roberts with a series of rights and a left. Off the ropes and another punch knocks Bundy down. Roberts goes for Damien in the bag, but Bundy grabs him from behind. Heenan grabs the bag and runs to the back with it. Roberts takes off after Heenan. When they come back from commercial break, Roberts is coming back with the bag. Bundy attacks Roberts with kicks as soon as he comes in. Bundy with an Irish whip and a clothesline. Bundy with a shoulder block to Roberts as he gets up. Another shoulder block to knock Roberts down again. Bundy goes to charge Roberts, who sidesteps the move and sends Bundy into the corner. Both men down and a double count going. Both men up and Roberts with a series of shots and a shoulder block to knock Bundy down. He goes for Damien and hits the referee with a knee when he tries to stop him. Roberts and Bundy exchanging rights. The bell rings. Bundy scoop slams Roberts. Bundy goes for the elbow drop, but Roberts moves. Roberts signals for the DDT to the roar of the crowd. He DDTs Bundy. The crowd loves it. He signals and goes for the bag. Heaney comes back out and gets Bundy out. The referee grabs Roberts to keep him away, and Roberts goes after the referee with Damien. They show a replay of how the Hart Foundation beat the British Bulldogs for the tag team titles. Mean Gene interviews Jimmy Hart and the Hart Foundation. They get upset with Mean Gene when he says if it wasn't for Danny Davis, they would not have won the titles. Jimmy Hart says their first title defense is tonight, and they are instituting an official observer at ringside, and it's going to be Danny Davis. Color me shocked. Mean Gene asks Davis what qualifies him to be an official observer. He says his proven impartiality. Mean Gene is disgusted. The Hart Foundation Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart with Jimmy Hart and Danny Davis versus Tito Santana and Danny Spivey. They tried to tie in Santana losing the Intercontinental title to Randy Savage to Davis who happened to be the referee in that match, but it really was a coincidence. Neidhart and Spivey start. They lock up and Spivey with a side headlock. Neidhart pushes off. Spivey comes back. Neidhart drops down. Spivey comes back with a crossbody and hits Neidhart. He gets a two count. Spivey goes back to the side headlock. Another push off and Neidhart catches Spivey with a clothesline. Spivey reverses a corner whip, driving Neidhart into a Bret Hart raised boot. Spivey with an atomic drop to Neidhart, who then tags Bret in. Spivey hits him with a couple of right hands and whips him into Santana, who hits Bret with a right hand. Santana tagged in. Double Irish whip and back elbows by the faces. Santana with a side headlock. Brett pushes off. Santana comes back. Brett leapfrogs him. Santana stops and scoop slams Brett. Spivey tagged back in. Santana Irish whips Brett and Spivey hits him with a shoulder block. He gets a two count, but Neidhart breaks up the penitent. Brett drops an elbow on Spivey. Neidhart tagged in. Neidhart holds Spivey for Brett to hit. Neidhart then hits Spivey with a series of right hands. He then guillotines Spivey on the top rope. The referee gets on Neidhart, allowing Brett to come in and kick Spivey. Brett then tagged in. Brett with a backbreaker to Spivey. Brett tags Neidhart and then slingshots Neidhart onto Spivey for a two count. Neidhart runs Spivey headfirst into the turnbuckle, then tags Brett back in. Back and forth between Spivey and Brett. The Hart Foundation double-teams Spivey when Santana comes in to help him and gets cut off by referee Joey Morella. 
Brett with an elbow drop from the second rope. Spivey kicks out at two. Brett with a front face lock. Spivey pushing to tag Santana in. Nightheart tries to come in, but gets cut off by Morella just as Spivey tags Santana in. But Morella didn't see the tag and won't allow it, giving the Hart Foundation the perfect opportunity to double team. Nightheart holds Spivey for Brett to run in and hit, but Spivey moves and Nightheart gets hit instead. Santana tagged in. Back and forth. Santana with a corner whip, and Hart takes the corner sternum first. Classic Bret Hart. Santana with a flying forearm to Nightheart when he tries to come in to interfere. Davis gets up on the apron, and Santana hits him as well. Irish whip and a flying forearm to Bret. Then a figure four to Bret. Davis grabs Jimmy Hart's megaphone. Nightheart comes in only to get cut off by Spivey. The referee is distracted, allowing Davis to hit Santana with the megaphone. Bret gets the pin. Mean Gene interviews Ricky Steamboat. He is taking on the Iron Sheet. Mean Gene says in light of his crushed larynx at the hands of Randy Savage last year, is Steamboat 100%? Steamboat says he is 100% and he is ready. It's something that he has to think about every time he climbs into the ring. He says every wrestler around the world is going for his throat. He says they know that's the weak point on this dragon. Every night he breathes fire and every night, this fire gets hotter. The Iron Sheik with Slick versus Ricky Steamboat. When they come back from commercial break, Randy Savage has come to the ringside and gotten up on the apron. He leaves and comes over to the announce desk as the match begins. He gets on commentary and says that Steamboat can't tie his shoes. Jesse says he had every right to come out after Steamboat came out earlier for his match. Sheik runs Steamboat's head into one of his curled boots. Sheik goes to throw Steamboat out, but Steamboat skins the cat to come back in. He slides through Sheik's legs and hits a back suplex. A throat thrust and reverse knife edge knocks Sheik down. Steamboat with a side headlock. Sheik pushes off. Steamboat comes back with a shoulder block. Crisscross. Steamboat with a hip lock. Steamboat with a headlock into a front face lock, but Sheik gets to the ropes. They roll to the outside, and Sheik pushes Steamboat into the ring steps. Sheik gets Steamboat on the apron and goes to suplex him in. He does and gets a two count. Back and forth in the corner. Sheik gets an abdominal stretch. Steamboat hip tosses himself out of the move. Steamboat with a scoop slam. Steamboat with a knife edge from the top rope to knock Sheik down. He then pins Sheik. Savage is incredulous. He challenges Steamboat who yells at Savage to come down to the ring. Steamboat goes out to the apron. Savage picks his chair up. The referee is trying to hold Steamboat back. Steamboat finally leaves. Mean Gene interviews Hulk Hogan about Andre the Giant. Hogan says you don't become a champion by doing things halfway. You don't stab friends in the back. You don't throw people over the top rope from behind. He asks Andre if his whole life has been a lie. 15 years undefeated. Did you cheat every single time you got your hand raised? He said when they were in the battle royal, he had a chance to test Andre. He said it was all the spark he needed to take Andre on one-on-one. Mean Gene says when they met in that battle royal, it was like a collision at 100 miles an hour. Hogan says now that he knows where Andre is coming from, the next time they lock up, not only will Andre feel Hulkamania and the 24-inch pythons, he said to be the world heavyweight champion, Andre has to beat him face to face. You have to put him on top of that mountain. 
you'll feel the power of Hulkamania. Don't slip and fall because it's a long way down. Mean Gene interviews Roddy Piper about his retirement. Piper says he's real proud of his sport. He says he's going out and he's going to give 110%. Every time he went out, he gave 110%. Sometimes they were chucking eggs at him and sometimes they were chucking roses. It didn't matter to him. They then show the Roddy Piper tribute video. Generic music here, but it was originally My Way by Frank Sinatra, and it's very well done. Vince and Jesse close the show recapping what happened that night before signing off from Detroit. We then get the end credits. Final thoughts. A nice little show that sets up and continues the build towards WrestleMania 3. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoeyHairs. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 